Welcome to Hope is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope is Here. My name is Greg Horn. We are continuing our conversation with Coach Don Lane. Uh, he's fellow Kentuckian. He's a Hall of Famer, one of our 500 games in his coaching career. Uh, spent a lot of those at Transylvania University in Lexington, Kentucky, but also a high school coach and uh, just a wonderful man of faith. And yesterday we learned some about uh, his childhood and just uh, some of the basic things that God uh, taught him through his family and about his faith. He missed yesterday's program. Really want to encourage you to go check out that 14-minute program at our website, hopeishere.today.org. That's hopeishere.today.org. Org, or wherever you listen to podcasts, we're on all the platforms, uh, Spotify, um, uh, Podbean, iTunes, uh, check out there and you'll just subscribe to Hope is Here. You'll be blessed, I really think, by that 40-minute program. But Coach, one thing said is I read your book, you know, it's family, faith, and 50 years in basketball. We talked a lot about your faith yesterday, which has just been inspirational to me. But family, uh, one of the things that I've known from coaching a couple years at Western Kentucky University, having a brother that's been a coach now for 20 years, uh, you know, it can be really hard on marriage and families, but I love how you really found a way to incorporate both basketball and your family. Can you share with our listeners about how you did that? Uh, from very early on, I, of course, I, God led me to a godly woman. Actually, she was Catholic. So here I am, a very conservative Baptist. And I, in college, I met her. She was a freshman, and I'd met her while she visited here. On the, but her cousin said, you need to meet this, my cousin. She goes, you'll like her. You'll be great. So... She came to school at Union, and uh, we ended up we dated a little bit, and we did, and we started dating strongly that second semester. And I knew pretty much she she would make a wonderful wonderful wife. I'm not a coach's wife, but a wonderful wife, and uh, and a, and a, and a helpmate, and a person that we lived together for life. And uh, I did a special chapter on her in the book, and I. Anytime she gets a little cross him, I'll say, go back and read the chapter. <laughs> and now, so you'll see what nice things I said. But anyway, out of that, and, but all, we always try. And, and I had good mentors here. Jim McAfee did a good job in incorporating his wife. Uh, when I was in college, Herman Bush, Pete Moore, both those college coaches included their families. But the person that probably had the most influence that I saw in college coaching that influenced me the most with the family was Lee Rose. Mm -hmm. He was the first person. And my dad I, never told me he loved me, but I knew he did. It's just something he didn't do in the 40s and 50s. They didn't do it. He said it wasn't manly. But I heard Lee Rose. I was over his house one night, and he told both boys he loved them, went in and, and uh, went up with them. And I'm thinking, okay. So he'd always try to include them when he could, and, and things he was doing at practice and so forth. And I'd already started doing that when I was at Woodford County High School because I'd let Brian, he was two, three, he was all over that gym. And any time I went to the gym at Woodford County High, he went with me. And uh, I'll never forget John Snowden used to do the, he used to help with the play-by-play. -play. And he interviewed Brian after one of the games at the regional tournament and said, Ryan, what do you think about this game? He said, "My daddy got them boys fired up." <laughs> I'm not even saying it now, but they were yeah, they were included from early on. But once I got to Transy, particularly, uh, anytime we'd go on the road, I'd 
I could take them with me, I would. And uh, if it didn't affect anything, particularly when they were young. And we went to summer camp. They're all, my wife ran the camp store. She was there every day, and those kids, we had them either working or playing, one of the two. And so they were always involved with us there. We always made sure we had time for them. We made sure we took them to church with us. So we didn't send them or drop them off. We took them to church uh, at the Mammy Baptist. And, uh, for, and they went there for 26, 7 years. And uh, it was a uh, – those things that we did with the family were very important to me because – it doesn't work if you you can't you can't a lot of people again coaching if you're not careful you can push your family aside and i know there's a big high divorce rate in the coaching profession you would know that having been in it and known a lot of guys that did but that one we but we tried hard to include include them and make sure that they knew that they were a part of the of the process well, I love to have you incorporated. I got to see it firsthand. It was a blessing to me, and I know many others. It's made ripples into that. And I think one of the things that you guys did so well as a family team is your basketball camps. And, uh, you know, man, you just really – you really – took that thing off into just you know one of the top camps in the country so Thank talk you. a little bit about that process with well the camps. that camp uh when i first went to trance and i got the head job lee rose had started it and had done a wonderful job with it but i had people say well i don't know what the camp could do any better or anybody well that you put you don't put a red flag in front of me uh had to work as it comes out and i was very fortunate i had a lot of people that believed in me and that first couple of years i had I got one person in every region that I really trusted that was a head coach, high school coach, incorporated them into the camp, helped them, and then through that word-of-mouth relationships and people seeing what was going to take place at the camps helped grow that from 300 in that first year to 2,500 in my latter years per summer. And uh, we worked at it hard. I included people. I give God the glory for what he was able to bless us in so many ways with that camp because I would never have been able to stay there. And as you know, in watching, hadn't been a Division One school, the, the, the travel and all is so much more. I tried to get back home every night if I could. It might be late, but I'd try to get back. It's some of those programs, you can't do that. You're gone for days at a time. In those days, I remember systems leaving – and be gone for three weeks and not even come back home. So, for me, I didn't have to do that. And uh, but that camp was very big, big part of of the program. And uh, it's something that I tried to use to try to help people. It wasn't just something I had to have to make a living, which was part of it. But I wanted to make sure people understood why why I did it, that they got value from it beyond just basketball. And we try to teach beyond that. And I think we succeeded in a lot of cases. I know you did. I liked uh, one of the stories you shared about, you know, you had to be outgrew just doing it all on Trancy's campus and having to use high schools. And uh, there was like a, a building, athletic building. I'm not remember the name, but a, a gentleman that he let you use it there with the Lexington governor. So, and what you all did, instead of charging the fee to Trancy, you all worked out a deal to help Mr. some kids go to camp. Mr. Norman Passmore at uh, Dunbar Center uh, let me work with the Lexington County. They wanted to do it, and I 
wanted to do something for those kids couldn't afford to come. And it was his idea. I said, I'd be happy then you can use that money maybe to get some, send some kids to camp, and I'll reduce the rate and so forth. He said, no, I'll tell you what, you give me 10 camps a, a week and let me give them to kids that couldn't come. I said, now we're in agreement now. These are going to go to kids that could not afford to come. He said, yes, sir. And Mr. Passmore and I worked that together for well over 20 years, and we were very dear friends and what a wonderful human being that man was. And he really believed he was a true servant leader. Well, I love that story. I mean, you have over 200 kids yeah. that had the experience at camp and haven't and, attended several times. I never, ever, ever, nobody at camp knew right. which ones were because I, we'd never, they'd go through the line like everybody else. Well, you're, you're, you're paid full before you got here. So but nobody knew except me and maybe Coach Whitson, my assistant coach and, uh, but we we worked through the, we we worked through that and it was a wonderful. I'm glad we were able to do it and we never. I really haven't advertised that much at all. Told many people even after I finished, after I thought it might be important to put it in the book. For number one, I wanted to make sure that I honored Mr. Passmore and the Fayette County Recreation Department for their looking after people that needed needed some help. Yeah, well, that's what I love, and that's I know I've seen you do that. You gave life. them hope. Absolutely, did a lot of I hope. absolutely did. My goodness, yeah, kids wanting to go to a camp and such a great camp with hundreds of kids. I mean, hundreds uh, each summer. And one of the things I loved at camp, you know, at the end of camp, you'd always share three things, and uh, one of them you would even incorporate your faith. But I also liked those first two also about thanking people yes. and maybe provide it share that with the, i thought that was just such well, good it, stuff that that thank you has to be there and uh thank the person that got you here and uh first of all thank god that you are able to play and then thank those that uh responsible it might have been your parents it might have been a coach it might have been somebody in the community you might even done it yourself pat yourself on the back make sure you do that but the big one that i always made sure that i said every week except one week, and I talked about that in the book, and I rectified that, it was that I, Lee Rose did this, and I picked it up from him. I wasn't anything original on my part, but it was that I want all of you to think about the fact that you all of us need a mentor. All of us need somebody to look up to that's bigger than ourselves. I'm telling you that mine is Jesus Christ, and I'm not telling you that's what you – should do i'm just saying that's who i am i would like though if you you check him out and you might find that uh here's a guy that took 12 people and changed the course of human history and uh from bc to ad and uh it's a uh, i did that every week but one week and i'd gotten a complaint the week before about me doing it so i didn't do it quite that way and my wife was one came through and said you didn't do that this week why? And then I told her, she said, it's your camp, you can do what you want. And uh, we're at Transylvania, which is a Christian school, but it's still yet. I said, well, I want not. And later on, and this is in the book as well, I do an illustration where a young man went ahead, and as a result of what I said, it's a whole story on this, so you'd have to read the whole thing. It's three or four pages. But in a nutshell, it said, he, he did accept Christ. He went and worked for a guy that I knew that was a golf pro in Charlotte, North Carolina. 
And I met with that guy, and he said, I got two things to tell you. So-and-so was working for me. The other thing was, and he told me he accepted Christ. Two two weeks later, he got killed. Mm. So, and I said, well, he said, we know where he is now. Cause we, and then, uh, so that really made me say, hey, we know one guy that meant something, too, out of 45,000. Now, hopefully there were some others that got that message as well. Well, I know it planted the seed for me, even though I grew up and, you know, a family right. attended church. And so still, just to hear it from somebody that's in a very masculine role was a, a uh, you know, as a basketball coach, head basketball coach, and had a lot of success to hear that from you. Just uh, know it planted really big seeds in my heart, and uh, so appreciate that you're doing that. And uh, we just having so much fun here. We've been talking with head coach Don Lane, and coach to close out today's program. Uh, there was a poem that you share with your players for each season that I wanted to see if you would share with us as we close out today's program. Well, I put this out in uh, right at the very beginning of the book, and I did it every year. I watched him tearing a building down, a gang of men in a busy town. With a ho heave ho and a lusty yell, they swung a beam, and the sidewall fell. Asked the foreman, are these men skilled? And the man you'd hire if you'd had to build? He gave me a laugh and said, no, indeed. Just common labor is all I need. I can wreck in a day or two what builders have taken a year to do. And I thought to myself as I went my way, which of these roles have I tried to play? Am I a builder who worked with care, measuring life by rule and square? Or am I shaping my deeds to a well-made plan, patiently doing the best I can? Or am I a wrecker who walks the town content with the labor of tearing down? It's easy. It's easy to tear things down. It's tough to build things. And I gave this to my team. I said, that's the big issue here. Mm. That is so, so good. Well, you'll get that at the very beginning of this book and much, much more. I want to encourage you to go to Coach Lane's website. It's easy to remember if you're driving. If not, it'll be along with the podcast of this program. But you can go to CoachLane.net. That's CoachLane.net, and you can find out much, much more about his wonderful career and get a copy of this book. It's a must for every basketball fan and for people of faith. We're out of time, but thanks for joining us. For Coach Don Lane, I'm Greg Horn, and this is Hope is here. Thank you for listening to Hope is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax-deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today.